Sup. Hey. Don't trip, y'all. It's just us. Hey. Don't, don't trip. trip. We got you. Hey, everybody. Oh, my name is Stacia. It's Leslie. Great news. Everybody's favorite rapper is coming home. And I'm ecstatic. We are T-minus 11 months away from the Bobby Shmurda's possible release. And if you don't know who he is, you don't know anything. I, I don't, if you didn't Shmurda at least one time before he went to jail, we're not friends. He I only think. had one song. That's a, you don't need 30, how many songs did the yodeling kid have? Who? <laughs> the kid who yodeled. Yodeled where? The yodeling kid. You didn't know who that was? I don't know that person. You do, everybody yodeled. It was a thing. I didn't, so sorry to that man. I No, he was at Coachella yodeling. Why? Because he was a kid that yodeled. I don't, I don't know. What, really? Wow. Mm-mm. I feel like if I sent this to you, you'd know who he was. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want, if I did and I forgot, it's for yeah. good reason. It's above you now. It's above you. But Bobby Schmidt is going to be home. And one song. What that's all you need. Influence? That's all you need. One song. And he, first of all, had two great hits. Don't ask me what the other one was, but just know that New York is going to replay that Shmurda dance. All you need is one hit. I don't know any Takashi 6-8 songs, and they play his music every day. Really? Takashi 6-9, whatever, the one who's a snitch. I have never heard a full... These young people, I've reached the age where I just don't know who the young people are anymore. I don't... (laughs) The littles, the like, there's somebody called NBA Young Boy. All I know is he has a lot of girlfriends and a lot of kids. I've never heard a song, so I don't know these people. It's, I, their music is not for me. It's not, but Bobby Schmurda is for everybody. Yes, he. He's he is. I'm Schmurda dancing his all of December. I don't even know what his charges were, but that's just another way the system was holding him back from being great and tossing his hat up. He is one of the only... Had ever come down? He is one of the only rappers who showed up to his music video in pajamas and nobody questioned it. Can you imagine? Air Crombie and Fitch, or Aeropasta, I don't know what those light blue sweats... Uh, I don't know where he got them from, but he was there and his baby shirts and his little white tee and he threw that hat up and we shmurdered. We shmurdered that. His name all. is Aquil. A-C-K-Q-U-I-L-L-E. Yep, his middle name has to be Bobby. That's all I can think, that his middle name no, is Bobby. No, his name is Jean. <laughs> So you're not letting it. That means his name is Shmurda. No, his last name is Pollard. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hot nigga didn't even go number one. It was number six. That's, does it have to be a number one anymore? I don't know what you just one. said, but Bobby Shmurda was charged with conspiracy to murder, weapons possession, and reckless that endangerment. Nobody found evidence. I wonder who's conspiracy to murder. 
fight with your ancestors, that means there was no, no. They used his song against him in court about a week he ago. The ringleader of a criminal enterprise. I always love things like that. Impossible. Enterprise. GS9. Impossible. In a, how, how many hood criminal enterprises do you know about? A lot. <laughs> I feel like you're dead serious. I, I honestly, I, I feel like you're dead serious. I love crime. This is who we are. This is who we are. Bobby Schmurter is going to be free. I'm going to Schmurter dance all all day at work. Take a knee for Colin. And uh, He didn't even drop an album. He didn't need an album. You don't need an album anymore. Does DMX drop an album? All he did was one Christmas song. As of recently, I don't know. Akil, I wish him the best. I want Mr. Pollard to be free. Apparently, the streets will be excited for it. And that's all I got for him. Now that we know Bobby Schmurter is going to be free by any means necessary, I'm just here to tell you I have my sweatpants ready. I have my hat from New York ready. I got to get a New York hat. I'm becoming a hat person, so I'm committed. There's so much. That has happened in the past few days um, beyond um, politics. So other than the baby getting arrested, Bobby Schmurter getting free, um, possible wars, uh, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't even, I don't Speaking want Speaking of war, just a random, random <laughs> side note. I am just curious to see future textbooks if they're going to just print, have just the tweets in there, because I am convinced if we ever have another war, it's going to be announced on Twitter. So I'm curious if, I don't know, who who archives these things? The Library of Congress? Do they archive tweets? Yeah, I think we do. I believe we do. So are they just going to put in just tweets into textbooks so they can understand the context quote unquote I mean I believe they have to right I mean they're gonna well social network (laughs) social network and social media has grown tremendously I mean if they taught us about the telegraph and um did did I say that right telegraph yeah okay if they taught us about the telegraph which was a heavy form of social not social media a form of communication isn't that technically like wouldn't this be just a graduated form of but it? that's so funny because like just opening someone hope someone opening their kids textbook at the real donald trump said and i was like it's probably should, gonna it's probably gonna in the text it's probably gonna go like that it's gonna be like per you know per june 26 2000 and donald jamal trump or whatever middle name you want to give him um he tweeted on the date of 1129 blah 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 insult here blah 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 and then like you know how in the corner they have those bubbles they're (laughs) you know how in the corner of textbooks they have those bubbles that give you more information or did you know Mm -hmm. it's probably going to be like did you know twitter was blah 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 (laughs) it's going to have like a copy of the trump see example below 
it's probably it's probably what it's gonna be like. But I just am trying to imagine if they like have the replies at the bottom of it and just everyone just yelling, or if they'll show the ratio, like, hey, the United States ratioed the president, meaning that he had more comments than he did likes or retweets or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know how in depth they're gonna get with that. I think that's up to the books. And I'm just curious, like the assassination of this general caused Twitter this World War Three to trend on Twitter. Like I don't know, like okay, it's history. So, but you know what? it may not make it. I actually <laughs> had to go on the interweb. <laughs> I had to go on the interweb and it says the Library of Congress said on Tuesday that it will no longer archive every public tweet. Instead, it will collect them on a very selective basis. So from 2010, they've been archiving every single tweet, public tweet. Um, yours, ours, and the president's. Uh, the archive stretches back to Twitter's beginning in 2006. Hmm. So basically, I could go back to Twitter and find all of y'all. Like, I could go find when I had a Twitter and go investigate that. Gotta love the library. The early, early days of Twitter was fun. I don't tweet anymore. I, I don't yes. know. What a wonderful app that has devolved. Social media was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> we didn't need it. Oh, gosh. I think that social media brought people closer together without having to travel because I'm here to tell you that the art of traveling is real um, and the cost of traveling is also real. I mean, yes, but the consequences, we have people threatening war on the internet. Like, I don't think that people thought this out completely. I don't don't think it was ever meant for people... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it was ever meant for a president. Like, I don't think they thought that social media would be that in like used heavily by the government. I think that's what the original, they're like, Oh, this is for the youth. It's for the, for the, for those in the prime, you know, not a like money making machine and a way also, to advertise. I don't think it was thought like the level of monetization was, I, don't think I like still insane. don't understand how threatening war on the internet doesn't violate the terms that you agree to when you sign up for the app. Like, <sighs> doesn't that violate some kind of rule? Because- I mean, there's a level of hate speech that you can't do on the internet. At least I hope so. I thought but they like, were cleaning it up. Threatening to bomb another country? I feel like that violates... I mean, that's definitely like a threat. And I thought we were going to start limiting those types of things. I mean, but like, if you're a private company, are you allowed to remove the president of the United States from your app? Like, I don't know. I don't. These these are real questions. Such a weird space to occupy when, like, I just. You're the goal of your app was to you know just share your thoughts bring people together right that's what it was what 2008 and then here we are in what 10 years later 12 years later coming and you have a whole president threatening war on the internet and it's like huh it's like i said 
social media was a mistake. You have Facebook stealing your information. Facebook was always stealing information. (laughs) I don't think that's new. Threatening war and I thought we couldn't have. I thought they were cleaning it up. They told me, Apple Care told me they were cleaning that shit up. So that's no, (laughs) not at all. They changed the rules on this is like a random aside. They changed the rules on Facebook regarding um, how truthful your um, your ad your political advertisements could be. And I said, so y'all just don't give a fuck, do you? (laughs) So what I've learned is no one gives a fuck. Didn't they go? Didn't they have a big issue? like with giving people's personal information to the government like they facebook has been living life on the edge that's why between facebook and then you have these um uh what the ring things and certain other things being like the um doorbell stuff being in league with um, oh yeah people jumping on the ring yeah people in league with the police department it's like there is did you there see is no that? privacy did you see that girl that one where the guy was able to hack um the house video camera oh everything and everything talk is to her and everything talk to hackable. this child in her room i was like oh the whole company is is finished because Every, as a parent he was like destroy your hackable. room it's me santa claus i was like oh, I have the to fact that everybody. people are weird enough to hack into a, child a child's room, room. for you my john like go outside leave your mother's basement and go the fuck outside (laughs) i don't know the internet was a mistake the whole thing the whole thing that's how you that's how i feel it was a mistake (laughs) so well um that's that's that uh so everybody get your sweats and (laughs) (laughs) and your new york cap schmurda's gonna be free internet will be fixed um, I wonder if he's if he's gonna release the two twenty six whatever album he had that was supposed to. Get- I would I would release that shit. Like it never happened. Well, I mean, you can it, right? <laughs> I would release that album like it was two thousand. But has like music changed that much from twenty sixteen to now? Absolutely that not. The, that the his CD wouldn't be relevant now I, versus like. You're trying to drop it in 2005 versus now, but 2016 versus now would be. I think. Fine, I guess. I I think that that there's always an exception when you make dance music. It's always an exception. And Schmurda makes dance music. He makes gangsters he, he dance. Made, he made one dance song. He made music. <laughs> it was. Literally one song. Like I'm not, I don't get it. He made hits, plural. It was one. He would hit. Shmurda is gonna be free, and he's. Gonna, I would drop that. I'd be like single pending, and I will put that stuff on there with no shame. My I thing hope is, he puts hot nigga on that album. He, he should. I will Spotify the world out. I will. I sh- I can actually do it as we speak. Don't get us copywritten. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I don't want Shmurda's people coming after me. Not yet. I would. I want him free first. I feel like we are here promoting it. We're ready. But if I were him, I would drop it. Or like, I would make new music and then make that as my bonus track. Like, I know y'all been waiting for this. I wonder if he's going to make like a, a out of jail freestyle. 
or was it As fresh he, up? Isn't that the new thing? I don't know. Didn't that girl, do it. young Miami's friend, Justina? Whoa, JT. Hey. JT. Ooh, I don't even know a Justina. Can you imagine? ASAP Rocky didn't do it when he was free from Ikea. So When he, he was, was free from show. where? <laughs> Ikea. <laughs> I can't with you. So he didn't, I haven't heard that one. ASAP didn't even try. He... It's, it's not about, he's not with the, is he with the youth? Do you consider him a, like, I, would the youth still entertain him? Like, we live in the era where Drake got booed. Yeah, I don't really trust the Raw XD kids, so. <laughs> That's, I'm like, do you think we could actually? Because Tyler, the creator's audience and Drake's audience, the overlap is very slim. I feel like I don't know who listening to Tyler the Creator and Drake. I don't think you're you're gonna have the same audience. Well, I listen to both of them. Okay, my theory is done. <laughs> but are you gonna go to like what's the the Fog Festival or Flog whatever that festival is? That's where you go. I did attempt to go in 2017. Wow, so my theory is just you're just killing it. Mm, there's that in a nutshell. Put it in your pocket. I know it. I have one Tyler the Creator song on my playlist. Dang. One. I don't have hmm. well speaking of festivals, let's transition real quick because the masses just told me that Coachella dropped its lineup. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Coachella just dropped this lineup. I've never been to Coachella. I don't know if you guys are aspiring to ever go to Coachella, but I'm here to tell you week one is already sold out. And I don't even know who the headliner is. (laughs) Isn't it? uh, Hold on. I thought I read that thing. What was it? Raging Monkeys? I don't know who it was, but that might not even be a group. So sorry, America. But they're already sold out and now it's three weekends long i could have sworn coachella was two weekends long i was like this is a lot <laughs> it's a lot that's what i was like I think, uh, hold on who's the headliner i think travis scott is a one and then frank ocean oh frank frank ocean has one day and shout outs to frank ocean being our favorite jazz musician <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> uh fun one uh my sister uh was listening to music and my brother was like yo what are you doing you ain't here looking real down listening to music what's going on she's like i'm listening to jazz music like we've never heard you listen to jazz music she's like i could do what i want and then my brother was like okay but jazz and she's like yeah and i said name a jazz name one jazz musician frank ocean and she just said no it <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Rage Against the Machine, Travis Scott, and Frank Ocean are the headliners. Wow, what did I say? The Raging Monkeys? God forgive me. <laughs> I wouldn't, it's safe to say I won't be out there that weekend. I'll just, I'll just stream Beachella because that's all I needed. I'll just watch Homecoming again. I'll just stream Beachella because after Beyonce performed at Coachella, I don't ever want to see a Coachella performance ever again. 
I, honestly, I don't think anybody's been able to top it. So <laughs> you can't. I it's said not what I said. Possible. Those people like when you, who's like there's no other artist that's gonna have you swag surfing at a fucking outdoor festival. So much. Like you were I was I was in my home screaming. And I'm not the biggest watching it. <laughs> Screaming and watch. I was screaming because they streamed the first weekend. Yeah. And I would say that. So, um, Coachella's cool, but I haven't seen a lit Coachella like that, though, since Snoop Dogg closed Coachella. Wasn't there a, wasn't there a, um, a hologram one time? That was Snoop Isn't Dogg. That- yeah. When I did not know that was- Snoop, they said they, that's when they gave Snoop Dogg the blank check. And he brought Tupac back. And I Didn't was like... Didn't that company go bankrupt? <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They tried. <laughs> what an odd business to be as a super random aside. What an odd business to be in. Like, we we make holograms. Like, Honestly, who else is going to need one? They were just trying to bring us the future. Man. I, but the future I would pay, wasn't now then the future it was great Tupac even said what's good Coachella knowing damn what like I watched that <laughs> <laughs> Tupac was saying the current year and there's somebody I just remember somebody because I was on Twitter then somebody tweeted like damn them druggies don't know what the fuck just happened <laughs> I actually watched I remember watching that I think I watched Kanye do Coachella I've watched Coachella before but Nah, just nothing that, compared to watching Tupac come back to life. That that, that was that Beyonce one was. I I would have to put day. Beyonce was really she she took that her and and Snoop to me have the two best of me knowing about Coachella. Anybody before that's just been huh? and after I don't know too much about Ariana Grande's because that's not my she's not I my. Didn't mates. watch it. She's not my. I would have I would have turned it down to y'all. All right, y'all can get this <laughs> somebody else. Wait, I would see me in like four years. I would have turned it down, she says. Hello? No, 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 because you can't. How? That is. Because we just, like the previous year, we watched Beyonce do amazing things on the stage. I think Lady Gaga had, had it the year before, didn't she? Lady yeah, Gaga held it down. And they had a stage. The stage is there as like an artifact of Coachella. And you're like, you're walking past it. And wow. Does Ariana, Ariana doesn't dance. Like, no, she dances. She, she but- wiggles. she she sways a bit but i think travis puts on a good show from what everybody else tells me travis is a good show i think he's creative isn't he like really creative he's definitely creative yeah because i i haven't been to astroworld but i've like watched everybody who went to astroworld and they just (laughs) i mean i've been oh i've been to astroworld astroworld where you had to fight and you know be in line for like 30 hours but i ain't been to his astroworld um but his, uh, like, they, like, it just shows a lot of creativity. They were like, he had a roller coaster he was on one year. And I was like, okay, you know, I see what he did there. I see why he got the key to the city. Very creative person. DM. I appreciate rappers who are creative with their sets versus just yelling at me over your voice track. Like, I appreciate Travis Scott trying. I feel like Drake tries sometimes and the baby has actually like try like he actually like gives us a show instead of you know just shouting at us 
And so I appreciate the artistry of, you know, artists. People actually being fucking creative. Yeah. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's what I thought that's what makes you art. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be interesting. Shout out to everybody going to Coachella. Heard week one's already. I think mean, you're not nice. wrong. Listen. Oh, I, <laughs> that damn pun intended. Listen, it's going to be a good time, whether we want it to or not. Shout outs to the beat. Shout outs to the Yonsei Coachella watcher, because we did watch Homecoming a little bit last week. And um, I've watched, I played it because I had this. Just I played it. that thing so often. They said, wow. Leslie, are you having a bad day? I said, yeah. I said, hey, you should go listen to Beachella. I said, you're right. Let me go listen that, to this what, ladies. That's what did it, right? She, she gave us an hour plus. When I, okay, so going back to that day, I, was, I got on because I found the exact time she was supposed to be on. When, uh, what's that man, that white man that raps? I mean, machine, there's, there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> You got Machine Gun Kelly, the guy who no, yells no, 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 thrift no. shop. Um, Not that one. He's from Dallas. The one I think. with Cardi B. Is he from Dallas? The, is that the one? I need face. I need brain. Come in, concentrate. No, no, no. That one's from Oakland. And he looks, he looks like Machine he Gun Kelly, I thought, was from Texas. And then Machine the, Gun Kelly from like Detroit, I thought. That was Eminem from Detroit. I thought Machine Gun Kelly was from Detroit. Wow. Everybody's been on the eight mile. Fuck that shit. Damn. Um, Post Malone, when I tell you the anger that I, I was like, okay, so where's Beyonce? If y'all don't get this man off, he just kept singing into the mic. I was like, who is this? Get him off. Why is he here? I, I'm not the biggest fan of Post Malone. That's why I was upset that he was still there breathing Beyonce's air on Beyonce's stage. He would not move. He definitely. Mm, Colson Baker. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, damn, we were all wrong. Oh, yeah, born 1990. He's from Houston, Texas. Machine Post Gun. Malone? Oh, uh, hell no. Machine Gun oh. Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly from, from Houston, like, Texas. I thought he was from, like, the Midwest somewhere for some reason. You are thinking about Eminem. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, I know Eminem. <laughs> I know, also know that his music was not allowed in my home. Eminem? <laughs> no. I was allowed to listen to that. Are you kidding me? Oh, all right. Well, your parents allowed you to listen to Eminem because yes, my, my mom was like, I don't know what this man is First talking about. All, but he is I here. so back into my prime. <laughs> um, I you know mixtapes, mix uh, mix CDs were big for us, <clears throat> and um, I had a homegirl who was making mix CDs. Your uncle funded me a cool five dollars and i feel like i was buying two mix cds because i refused to believe i paid five dollars for one and he wanted the nelly featuring kelly song 27 times on one (laughs) (laughs) wow i mean dilemma dilemma. and he just sat there back to back like it was a new song i just like the beats Do you want to talk? Before MP3 players existed, and you could just hit repeat. But he didn't even need it because that man had it 27 times. 
on. Can you begin 2017? It was back to back. And why would he so he didn't have to? But when that CD ended, of course he pressed repeat because he liked the beats. <laughs> I feel like there's more to this, and we should have dug deeper because <laughs> this is this is a cry for help. <laughs> that is a cry for help. I like this. I was like, do you? <laughs> Then shortly after, I would get lectured about my grades. You know, you listen to these hippity hop, you your grades, and I'm just like, you have, you made me purchase a mixtape with one song, and this is about grades. <laughs> Shout out to LimeWire. <laughs> and now oh you rest in peace. <laughs> May you rest in peace. Mm, heavenly peace. Thank you. No. That thing belongs in hell. (laughs) One time for Napster, one time for LimeWire. I never got, I never had Napster. Mm -mm. I think I had it. I didn't know how to work it. And Rhapsody. Wasn't it paid? You have to pay money for it, right? That's probably why I didn't have it long. And I had to go to (laughs) LimeWire. Rest in peace to all those computers that LimeWire killed. Man, shout out mm. to that Toshiba I had. Toshi, Dale, Delhi. Killed at least three lap, three or four laptops dead yeah. because of LimeWire. By force and by fire. When no one told you that, you know. Shout out to my MP, my original MP3 player. Um, that shout was out a to real Bill MP3. Clinton. Because <laughs> when you downloaded that song, <laughs> his and his did I did not have relations. <laughs> wow, oh, wow, this is this I believe is Okay, let let's let's start. This. I'm happy you believe them. All right, I'm gonna restart it. We're gonna switch gears. Let's switch gears. Um, <clears throat> okay, everybody, we're moving on to our next segment. We actually have our first guest this week. Yay! Um, mm-hmm. Kat will be joining us and we're so grateful that she has made some time in her busy schedule to pull up on me, Leslie, jump in on our conversations. Um, We are very grateful. She has not only all the cool degrees, but (laughs) she works a (laughs) full-time job as well as has her own earring company that everybody needs to check out. The wording for the name of the company is French. I am not French. (laughs) And if you can say it properly for people who need to get it right, because I'm, it's over for me, but. Okay, so I can say it properly for um, Americans, but if a French person heard me say it, they'd probably be upset. Disclaimer. But anyway, so it's juice etra. Like there's no wrong way to say it, honestly. Okay, but unless you're unless the French is there. Okay, cool. So exactly. <laughs> so I am gonna ask a few questions and get your insight because you know people want to know how a lot of like the how is very hard. And like I said, some people are out here looking for mentorship and just kind of looking for ways to get started so I want to start off with you kind of giving us a background like of I want to say kind of how you got started like the background of this company or your background in general and kind of what you do okay that was it was loaded (laughs) (laughs) 
Let me tackle the first question and get back to the others. All so, right. Um, around with how I got started. Um, yeah, so I started making my earrings a long time ago, like in 2008. Been making it for myself for a while, and I didn't start thinking of turning it into a business until after I got my master's degree. And I decided I didn't want to go work for some other company where I wouldn't be able to travel freely like I wanted to. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, I that home health care company, living comfortably, not struggling, you know, also not working for the man, as I'm seeing my other, you know, right, colleagues, right. Well, colleagues, but, you know, people who I went to college with and stuff like that, working for people, not liking their jobs and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, why should I keep pushing to get paid more just to feel like that? You right. Know? So, yeah, I decided to stay with my dad since I'm not struggling to get what I want, do what I want, and travel when I want. Plus, I have the freedom to travel when I want once I get that money. Right. And then, you know, with me having a lot of free time, because there's not really much to do in home health care until payday comes around. In between, there's a little bit of... um maintenance here and there but then I have a lot of free time so that's when I started getting into the earring business it was really just to have a hobby so I don't go crazy on my idle time gotcha gotcha yeah so with that idle time I have all these earrings and the next thing I wanted to do was okay let me build a website then with the what basically the whole thing came as a I took it like one day at a time you know, like uh, we were talking earlier, you were like, you know, people struggle and they feel like they got to do this and do that. Me, mine came out of boredom. My motivation came wow. out of boredom. Right. So, yeah, it's it kind of like I didn't really know what direction I was going in, but I knew I wanted to do something just to keep my mind busy and, you know, to keep my gears going and stay creative any way I can. So, you know, from there, I was making my own logo. I had to find out how to take all these pictures and stuff like that. Google helped me a lot. YouTube helped me a lot from learning how to build a website, learning how to make a logo, learning how to edit photos, how to take better pictures. I already had the camera, but I never put it to use. And, you know, it's just... Right. Yeah, just stuff like that. There's other things that you do that are amazing um, because you talked about you having a camera already. I do know that you do do a little photography on the backside as well. I, I was going to say, has that benefited you having those side hustles? So, yeah, basically my side business opened the door for a side business, for my side business. That's amazing. I, um... I kept like researching people to take pictures for like the stock photos that I needed for my website. Everybody that I looked up, they did this type of photography or that type of photography. And then when I did finally find someone who had a bomb ass website, mm-hmm. you know, I put like, I put a stupid amount of money in to get these pictures that I had, you know, thought of in my mind. Right. And when I got the pictures back, they were pictures that I could have taken in my apartment. Wow. So, you know, it, it was just stuff like that. I was just like, okay, fuck this. Right. <laughs> I got the this is not how to do it myself. And you know, so a whole bunch of trial and error turned into me knowing how to take white backdrop photos. I can do still like I'm just teaching myself all kinds of things. And I'm grateful that these people who I found to help me didn't work out because then I just taught myself and right. basically yeah, I get money on the side from this so from like um photo shoots. 
Right, right. It's one thing that I start making money from, and I want to pick pick it up, but um, I want to make sure that I'm really, really good at it. So the uh, only jobs that I take on now are people who know me personally. That way I can take my time with it. Right. Or if I make mistakes, they understand, like, yeah, I'm still new and I'm learning, and they're really just patronizing me until I get better. You said that it started out as a hobby, and you were doing it for yourself. At what moment when you were like, okay... I'm going to have to grow this or dang people like the world needs to see this. Like, did somebody come to you like, I need 30 of those. (laughs) And you're like, yep, time for business. I did a, I did an event one day and just to see what prices I can get away with. No. So there was a couple of events that I did three different events and I did three different price points. Mm-hmm. And there's one earring that I sell now. It's like um, 114. So my point is that with three different price points, yeah, the one, the event that I sold the most is the one where I raised the earring prices up the highest. Okay. So I was just like, okay, well, yeah, right. I think I can make more money than I have been making off of this because, like, with the earrings, I did it for me, so I never felt like, oh, let me charge these people a grip. So I would make like a earring that could be worth $50, put it on my table and charge 10. So people would come and look at it like, why is this earring so cheap? They never say this to me. I forgot who came and told me this eventually. Oh, it was this guy who later on started helping me and making me see things clearly. But um, yeah, so they would see these earrings that I'm claiming to make by hand and it looks very difficult to them. But then the price says $5. It's just like, there's no way she made this by her. Wow. Probably got, you know, like stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was where I had to realize, okay, let me stop making it for me mentally, even though I'm still really doing it. And, you know, just like think about, okay, I'm taking my time. Because then another thing is I'm making this stuff while I'm at work. So I'm not really taking time out of my day. I'm doing it on my idle time. Right. So right, it's right. like, I don't feel like I have lost five hours making these earrings, not that it takes that long, but right. it's just like, you charge by the hour, so you would think that this earring that takes two hours to make should be about, well, some people will charge like $30 an hour, so it'd be like right. a $70 earring, but right. I know, I just, I do that for some of my earrings now, but before, I just thought that was ridiculous. Right, right, that's awesome, and I mean, like, even it seems like you had like, I want to say a lot of experiments, like experimental yeah. moments. What this whole thing has been about, like experimenting. Like even right now, and when y'all were talking right now, I'm just, I spent the day taking pictures of my earrings because I want to change the look of my website like mm-hmm. completely. And now, so I have mastered taking pictures on a white drop, but now I feel like I want to add more per- personality to my website and my earrings and get them at different angles so yeah now i'm taking them on um in a kind of a still life setting but i'm just here editing it and like getting ready to push out a new look on my website so everything is really just experimenting until i find what is just like 100 percent perfect for me and i'm not even in a rush with it that's awesome um i want to ask also like in terms of networking, because you said earlier that, you know, you went to like some shows and you did some experimental processes. How mm-hmm. would you get people to get their business out there? Because I, once again, I don't want people to rest like you have been in Voyage Houston. You are, I've like seen your promotions on the gram. 
you're out here. <laughs> like how, in addition to you going to craft shows and tri- like you are out here, I've seen people modeling. How do you, like, what do you tell people when they say, wow, how do I become a better networker? Or how do I get my brand out there for people? Social media is everything. Like even where I'm at right now, I could be, well, I feel that I can be even like, um, People could be more aware of my brand if I was more social, more active on social media. So mm-hmm. social media is everything. If I have a week where I'm just posting, promoting, and stuff like that, sales go up, attention attention goes up. More people are in my inbox asking me for this, asking me for that. You know, wow. can we collaborate on this and that? So yeah, social media is everything. There are people out there that are just searching for what they like. That's right. how I feel. Right. Always the phone looking for what they're like so people will find you as long as you're trying to get found that, come on found. Is that come on i mean they, it is today <laughs> <laughs> they if you're trying to get found today is the day <laughs> let them know i love it like okay. but that if people want to be a part of something they definitely you're right like people look for what they want to be a part of people mm-hmm. do it all the time and um i think that it, what you're doing is very unique because not many, like us being Nigerian, you make custom earrings. Like you can have people on like matching from head to toe, which is very hard exactly. to do. And that's, and like you said, being, this is by hand. Like this is not, I'm going to hot glue two pieces together and say it's art. Like you have to say, if I come to you now, with some George or some fabric, some Nigerian fabric, you're going to be like, what color, what kind of earring, Mm -hmm. what kind of this? Mm -hmm. And the fact that you have to go through, find the proper material, find the best color. That's wild. Like, you don't, you give a service that a lot of people aren't willing. Like a lot of people aren't willing to do that at all, at all. Or, you know, people, it's interesting because now even beauty supply stores are trying to sell like, african type of earrings but they never match nothing this whole like new wave everybody like discovering their quote-unquote roots or whatever have you seen like has that helped like an uptick in your business because everybody's like i want to be african now has that um... (laughs) oh do you hate her (laughs) i'm just saying like it's it's like everyone's yeah, like with Afrochella and Ghana and all that, Davido, everybody. Yeah, I, uh, I don't really position myself as an Afrocentric company. Right. So okay. I wouldn't say that anything has, um, that it has influenced anything. But uh, okay. there are people who come to me for the um, custom earrings. For mm-hmm. Ankara plant material, and they're not African. Oh, that's lit. Um, so I do get, and I do uh, understand where Leslie was coming from. Like, she asked a great question there if you just seen any growth in that area. But I also believe that the way everything is shifting, eventually, people like what you do is going to be. <laughs> It's going to be in high demand because that's what I was going to ask. Where do you see your business like in the next? I mean, you can give either five or 10 years or two or three years because where do you see it going with like all this, with this big wave that's hitting with hitting? Mm, so I'm actually not one for wave. 
unfortunately, so I don't have an answer for that question. Cool. But um, where I see my company in five years is yeah. like, uh, well, my goal is to get my earrings and like music videos that have like a whole bunch of color and like makeup on girls' faces because I feel like my earrings are artistic. Right. So I want to see my earrings in artistic videos oh, that's and awesome. even like artistic photography. Mm -hmm. So, like, photographers who take random pictures where they doll these black girls up, you know, mm -hmm. do their hair and right. all that makeup, like, shit. I see my earrings in those photos, too. Right, right. Really, like, for me, I just want to see my earrings entangled with some form of art. Even, like, I want my earrings to be in Insecure. Right. This show called uh, Grownish. Ah, Grownish, So, I yeah. caught a couple of episodes of Grownish. Yeah, and I think it's I think I've seen like four to five episodes, and every episode these girls are wearing some bomb ass earrings, and I'm just right. like, damn, okay, I'm this is where my earrings need to be. Yeah, right. Like right. I don't even care to get people to just rush to my website and buy these earrings. No, I want my picture. I mean, I want right. my earrings in pictures, magazines, right. art shows, all that. That's what I see. Right. So I feel like I'm trying to move towards that look on my website to be on that level to have my stuff on. Yeah. You know. Right, right, all right. those uh, avenues, mm -hmm. and then after that, I'm gonna see where to go from there. Like, who That's can I lit. get in contact with? Who do I reach right. out to to get my earrings in those places? But I want to make sure I have that look first before I try to start. You know, got you. Asking I, for that. Right, and I that's awesome because a lot of people get out here and create something off their hobby just to do it. And they don't even think they're like, oh, you know, if it gets picked up, you know, they'll even sell their company before it ever hits anything so the fact that you kind of want your brand you, like you're trying to grow your brand to an actual vision not only just sell mm -hmm. to people but you have a vision for this is the quality of earring that i want like this is what i want my earring mm -hmm. this is i want it in artistry i want it as an expression which is that, yeah, that's because all the earrings that i do see in those positions like mine are fucking with them Right. And I usually don't talk about my earrings like that, but <laughs> as you should, because I, I was going to say some of those successful people though, in the world, they don't come out here like, Oh, you know, I guess it's like, nah, <laughs> I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the shit. That and this is it. I need to be a little less humble when it comes to my earrings. But right. Yeah, because so that's I, your, I, but I just know that if they were in that position, the, my earrings would shine. Absolutely. People would want to know, damn, where right. did she get those from? you'll see them in their fine, like, you'll see, that's, like, their finest hour, I get, I get what you're saying, like, mm -hmm. that's, that's the peak of where, like, your artistry, exactly. and what you, so once I, like, once I hit that point, I'm gonna feel like, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm good now, <laughs> like, they I are this shit, and I already told you, I've seen that, yeah, right, <laughs> y'all heard it here first, her earrings are the shit, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna quickly talk to you about in in addition to your earrings, can we chat cufflinks? Because I have a oh, guilty no. pleasure for men's fashion. I love that. Oh. Like, huh? In like, <laughs> not, you like wearing, not wearing, oh, not wearing, not wearing men's clothes. <laughs> Dear America, I don't wear men's clothes. I'm here to tell you all, I have no interest oh, yeah. I in wearing. I was gonna judge you. I just have to clarify. <laughs> We so we're an open society now. You can wear. You can wear whatever you what want to you wear. You want to wear. 
as we long are not, as have, yeah. right but as for me i <laughs> i enjoy like i bought um i like like shopping for like my brothers and like my dad um i enjoy shopping for myself as well um but women's clothing for the most part uh, but like i was saying i know that you do do cufflinks and i thought that was so lit because i and i wanted you to quickly like just talk about how you even got to cufflinks because expansion is real and oh that's what it was expansion even how you even got to cufflinks because expansion is real and oh that's what it was expansion even though i feel like i'm against it i'm against expansion because it's just me and i like that it's just me i don't want to bring on the team i don't want to teach people how to make this or make that i want to be able to handle all my orders and that's why i keep my business small right but um for the the cufflinks it actually came from me making stud earrings and stud earrings came about because of our cousin Stella Uche. Yeah. She liked my earrings, but she don't like big earrings and she prefers stud earrings. So I was just like, okay, I don't make stud earrings, but I can learn how. So my Yeah. Dang. Stella, not Linda. Oh, oh. Just kidding. We Uche, I'm out. sorry. That's why I said Uche. I'm just kidding what you call her. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, um expansion and then like you know, I wanted to be able to offer people offer things to whoever wanted to wear my earrings right. so you want those? okay let me try to get you some studs because at least you like my design enough that you want to wear it and right. to ask if you offer if i offer the type that you want specifically right so yeah um anyway yeah this year i learned how to make the stud earrings and then I had just decided to make an Ankara collection. So yeah, my new Ankara collection that is a collection of earrings that is um, influenced by different color combinations in West African attire. Mm -hmm. When I announced my Ankara collection, a lot of people wanted or expected Ankara material. I was just like, okay, I did learn how to make studs. Let me make the Ankara button studs. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you know, I started posting about it, that it's coming on instagram and then our cousin sandra was like hey if you can make studs oh less your sister she was like <laughs> if you can make studs then you could probably make cufflinks i was like oh i didn't think about that and you know and it's i have been thinking for some time now of what i can make for men because you know i have a lot of guys who want to support me but they don't wear earrings and i, I can't just buy earrings for their girlfriends but you know it's not my not my business but Listen. um girlfriends plural so yeah so i was just like yeah coupling so i give the credit to sandra for making me realize i can make cufflinks. right happy that you kind of explained or like broke down how that came about because like i said i love like i i sent my brother like an outfit uh for christmas and he was like i love it how can i do this how can i do that like i'm like okay well <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought, like, if I ever, you know, like when Miss Jane or who one of my family members goes to Africa, I'm like, they bring clothes back. And I'm just thinking to myself, how can I incorporate this? Or I'm thinking, if I do have a wedding, I always thought, even to myself, like, how could I incorporate like Native American and African fashion? And then when I saw the cufflinks, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's on every groomsman. 
I said what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like that's lit. And like now they have, you know, you can make a whole soup. I'm thinking those cufflinks could be what pops or stands out on a soup. That could be, you know, something that literally adds that extra piece of hell yeah to an outfit. So I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta ask her about that. And that's amazing. Like I said, that's it's accidental expansion. But now mm-hmm. people can say, oh, I can grab something for my husband or because I'm always exactly. and I'm a big fan of like couples outfits as well. Like when yeah. <laughs> you're one of those people, yeah, that's why I got the studs yes. to match the uh, cufflinks because there were there are girls that die for that. Shoot, I'm yes. actually one of them. <laughs> exactly. Because you can't Yikes. You're not one of those people, Leslie. You don't think I, no. that's lit? I think that's no. I mean, you're. We already go together. We don't have to match. (laughs) We are going to match and we are going to be cute as hell doing it. Hello. Hello. All the way to the purse. Can you imagine to the coupling? You're so funny. Handkerchief. To the handkerchief. Since we're on the topic of expansion, do you have any like new products you're going to debut this year? Yeah. So the plan is like I mentioned before, I used to do events. Well, I still do events. Mm-hmm. So, but before when I was doing events, I would come to events with the same earrings. I would sell earrings, mm-hmm. but I would always have like the same earrings, same color, same shape. Because I'd be at work basically making it like clockwork, making the same one I just sold, re-up, 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 instead of making something new. So it wasn't until the beginning of this year or the end of last year. I don't remember. There was a Taste of Africa event that I did. I think I saw, I saw some, some photos of that. Yeah. Yeah. So the weekend before the Taste of Africa, Africa event, I did a buy black marketplace. Mm-hmm. And there was this girl who came to my table and she was just like, oh, you know, remember me? I came to you looking for this one earring, blah, blah, blah. And, um... She was like, yeah, uh, I want to see what you have. And basically I had the same earrings that she saw when I came there some months ago. She still bought an earring, but she made me realize that, okay, I should be pushing out new earrings at least once a month. So, so the plan for this year is to have like at least one new design in five different colors once a month. Ooh. Can I keep that up? That's the question. All right. But I have, I already have, um, design ideas drawn into my tablet so if i can't think of anything i just open up my tablet make up make it you know push it just like that but i want to try to do something on the fly last minute something that i'm randomly inspired by like um i'll be going to cuba next month oh and will i be going to enjoy myself i'm going to try try to pay attention to everything around me like the colors the people, you know, the music, the vibes, and I want to get influence for my next collection. Gotcha. So yeah, my next collection will be based off Cuba, and that might be what I do this year. Make collections based off places that I travel. That's awesome. That's lit. Yeah. Um, I will I will be here and watching and waiting um, because like I said <laughs> I have a pending order I'm just going to wait till I find auntie who can sew it's going down basement. and then I'll buy a second pair <laughs> from Cuba by Fossa by Fire <laughs> that's lit but I, I like that and I do enjoy like that like I said I when you were talking about like the artistry behind it I like that behind your earrings there's 
I think that's what you get though when you get handmade or somebody like truly mm-hmm. taking time to create something. There's something behind it, you know. Like so, <laughs> we're gonna get started with the lightning round now. Okay, so third <laughs> question. Um, I want to say, at what point or at what age did you know corporate was not going to be for you long term? <laughs> <laughs> at what age? Because some people really are out here, like they're they're. Commit- no. You said what grade or what age? What age? Because <laughs> eleven years old, bro. <laughs> Okay, so funny. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm watching you work and I don't want it. <laughs> I hate it here. I saw right through all that. <laughs> I love it. Can you imagine? It sucks. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> At 11, like, really, It played a big role in why I really just could not. Gotcha. Work for the man. I don't know a better way to say it than work for the man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, one person that has been a big influence or mentor um, in you finding your passion. And if it's more than Ooh. one, that's okay. And finding my passion, um, I influence myself. <laughs> that's real that's real Snoop Dogg said I thank myself at the stars yeah 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 we gotta start but an influence that I had in taking my business in the right direction um, this guy named Andre Johnson when I said it it sounded like I made up that name but I, I really think that's his name I met him when I was um in this boutique called Launch Houston. So it's a, a boutique in Houston that rotates local designers in Houston. Mm-hmm. So you get to stay in their shop for like two months. And oh, my two months, I met this guy who did graphic tees and stuff like that. And he was actually the person that, you know, opened my eyes to my price point, my display, like just a bunch oh, of stuff. That's lit. The way I interact on social media, just a lot of things that were common sense. Mm-hmm. But if you don't really pay attention, it would never come to you. So, gotcha. yeah, like, I thought he was awesome. And then this guy is just doing a lot. He has his, his clothes in Nordstrom, Saks. Yes. Well, like people, they started reaching out to him to make things. Like he did a deal with the uh, H and M. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so there was this one jacket that uh, Melania wore after Trump did one of his many stupid things. But there was a jacket, and on the, on the back of it, it said, "I don't care, do you?" Yes, I remember it. this. Yeah, yeah, that was his jacket. So wow. like he did a lot of jackets too for different companies like H and M and Zara and stuff like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. so he just makes me up on game. With all his success, I thought it was awesome that he still wanted to, like, reach out and help people. He got me back into doing photography. Like, there are, like, some photos that I still use on my website, and they're on my Instagram that he took for me for free. And this guy was, like, a bomb-ass photographer that people paid money for. Like, oh, he is another person who got me into, like, dipping my toes and all these things because he does everything himself. But his thing is, like, you know, fuck that. I'm not going to pay nobody for, to do some stuff that I can do myself. Right, right. And I think that that really just drilled into my head because that's where I'm at now. Right. But um, 
yeah, I would definitely give him a lot of credit for like influencing me and like putting some motivation under my feet and stuff like that. And unfortunately, he passed away a few months ago. Oh, R.I.P. I know. I know. Yeah, he was an impactful person. I feel like I want to reach a point where I'm just good. This, I don't even want to go in on everything he did. I want to reach his level of, of success mm-hmm. while still being easygoing and stuff like that. Right. And actively looking for people to help and raise up. But that's what, you know, that's that's what I feel like to an extent as creators or as people who have visions who become successful i think they kind of owe it to go back in and like help Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like when you read a certain when you reach a certain level you have to take on a certain level of spider-man didn't lie when when great power comes great responsibility i mean that's the key the key to life um so i think i had one last question for the lightning round oh well ooh, okay I, we talked about one question and it was two questions left. Uh, but one of them was, was kind of funny. Any sacrifices that you made, not necessarily personal sacrifices, because famous people always talk about sacrifices that they make. But when you are small and starting off, do you think that there are any sacrifices in um like your love life in your real work <laughs> life in your friendships or has there been no sacrifice but instead a gain because sometimes a game? like like instead of like you could be like oh i didn't have the biggest like you could say oh i didn't go on certain dates but i expanded my network with people like you know what i'm saying like you were able to interact with even more people even though i kind of went on less days sacrifice i know what else you're saying. Mm-hmm. no i didn't make any sacrifices okay. i like the word that you use a game right i would kind of call it that but it's like i just put everything in rotation gotcha. so with me i'm easy going so if i don't do it today i'll do it tomorrow if i don't do it tomorrow hey there's always the next tomorrow so one week I'm all about my business. Next week I'm all about a nigga. Next week I'm all about <laughs> my dog. You know, I just right. keep it in rotation. I don't let one thing burn me. Overpower. Out. And I think that comes yeah. with organization. Um, because I've met people who make plans for everything and follow through with everything. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, one week this, one week that. And also you were saying this is something that you picked up on your free time not mm-hmm. something that was you know during oh my even whole the, life. exactly so it's easier to organize and maneuver as you yeah. please and that i think that probably is the right word organization and even in my question mm-hmm. probably the right word was like you obtained an asset or you ob- but okay that makes sense um and my last question in this little lightning round is in terms <laughs> of <laughs> It's not what this is lightning. It was slow lightning. Oh yeah. Slow lightning round. <laughs> slow, mediocre lightning. Not is is thunder. You know we <laughs> lightning comes first and then you wait for the thunder. So this is the thunder mm-hmm. round. Thunder round. <laughs> but the last question um actually is you may not have one but that's cool too best thing somebody's just ever told you like best quote best saying just 
some somebody says something you like oh yeah i'm gonna use that <laughs> like or you're like oh yeah that, that that turned my day around yeah like best quote or motivation or motivation speech or something like that towards that just kind of like the so mm-hmm. i have many um best quotes okay but i'm gonna give you two that have been floating around in my head it's not even like motivation or anything but it's just it there are things that two people in my life have told me that have stuck with me and kind of like i don't know how to explain it but it, it really sticks with me on an everyday basis and it's so weird so the first one is um it's not going to kill you okay and that one my dad yeah, so one day, this was way, way back. One day, my dad wanted me to take something out of the oven, and my dad can get impatient sometimes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to take it out until I found a rag or an oven mitt, and my dad wanted it out now, so he just snatched it out. And I'm yelling, Daddy, it's hot. And he looked at me like, it's not going to kill me. So I'm just right. like, okay. Right. You know, I'm just like, damn, that's real. And you know, like, I, yeah. my, I feel like my pain tolerance increased after that so um and i kind of uh it applies to things that are not just physical you know mentally like all that emotionally it's not gonna fucking kill you right and then um the second thing is when someone shows you who they are believe them right Uh, that one came from this guy i know and we talk about our worldviews a lot and how we see people, our perception, our perception of things. And we have, um, we share a lot of similar values and we see things the same way. Mm-hmm. But I like talking to him because I feel like his views are sometimes more advanced than mine. Mm-hmm. He, there are a lot of things that people know, but they don't realize they know. And I call that common sense because common sense is not really that common unless, Come on. you know, you really just, I don't know, it's hard to explain. But anyway, so. We were talking and he said that, you know, it, it was basically on the topic of cutting people off. Right. There are certain situations where the real person comes out right. and they're not going to tell you that this is who I am, like directly, but they will show you who they are. Right. And do not make an excuse for the person a week later, just because you want them around. They told you who they were last week. They showed you. Right. Believe them. Right. Everything else is just a front. So right. yeah, when someone shows you who they are, believe. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. Right, right. That's real. So that's that's the end of the lightning round. Because honestly, well, the thunder round. Because I have a, <laughs> I can come up with six more questions. Because I was gonna ask. Because we talked music earlier. Is there anything you are jamming? Music, girl. Thank you. Oh my god. Is okay. there anything that you're jamming? Being that you're creating these earrings, you are because I feel like even a whole photo session is a vibe. So one bonus question: What is on the playlist? You have ever been in my photo sessions? I had people asking me if I have a um Apple playlist, and sometimes there are certain things about me that seem like I live under a rock. Like I don't follow a lot of shit, but yeah, I did not know you can post stations on Apple Music and people can follow. Like, 
I have stations that I have added, but I thought they were made by Apple. Which I'm sure they are. <laughs> no, like, no I you can make them. them. And people will follow what you've created, correct? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to start doing that. But anyway, so right now, I have millions of songs I'm listening to, but the songs that I have been trying to get people on are kind of like old songs. Mm-hmm. It's um a couple of mixtapes that I can't stop playing by Tory Lane. Ah, chicks tape, chicks tape three and chicks tape four. Gotcha. So I don't know if y'all listen to him, but he has yes, a series. I do. Of- <laughs> 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 he has a series of mixtapes underground where he was sampling people's beats and hopping on them, and he was just giving it justice. I love when pretty boys make mixtapes. Chris Brown. Trey Songz was a fr- oh my god, don't y'all talk about music and you got me started. So yeah, so let me stop. Chick tapes three and four, check it out. Anything that's on the that that the weekend is on, also that too, but chick tapes. You know, okay. Well yeah. Cause I was gonna say I haven't heard the weekend's new stuff, but I know he has new hair. And I know you're a big <laughs> yeah, fan of the weekend. I love the weekend. I can't wait to meet him. I know I'm gonna meet him one day. I got to. I don't know how, but I'm gonna meet. Y'all him. heard it here first. She gonna meet him, and we gonna get him some cufflinks. Leslie, drop the, drop the. <laughs> Leslie, drop the discount. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it's only for the weekend, though. <laughs> it's only for the weekend. It's only for hey bow. It's only for him. Like, <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, that's I forget what... that his real name is Abel. That is Abel. Abel is oh Abel. <laughs> is he African? He's, yes, he's Ethiopian. He okay. is the first um, concert that I ever attended in my life, and it was the best concert ever. The have, best thirty dollars I have ever spent in my life. House of Blues stood the whole me. time and didn't get a second. The control on his voice is amazing. He it sounds is. exactly how he goes on the track. Absolutely. Ooh. I saw him at Made in America when he headlined. It was he headlined, I think, the same year Beyonce headlined. We didn't go night one for the beehive. We left that to the, you know, the people who watch homecoming at the house. Shout outs to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went night two and saw J. Cole, Big Sean, The Weeknd. And um, we saw uh, Jadena, which was great because I touched his hand. Jesus. Thank God my hand was moisturized because you don't want to be remembered for the fan with the dry hand. You don't want to be that fan, <laughs> but I would say the weekend sounded just like he did on Dirty Diana. He sounded Whoa. exactly Whoa. this. I was like, I don't think this is auto tune. This is him, y'all. Like okay. this is Whoa. he is pure talent, and yeah. the thing is, he could do any genre. Yes, he is being humbled by staying in his lane. Oh my goodness! Uh, that was like I really he can because I'm not I'm not gonna lie I wasn't too big on I'm a motherfucking star boy but but like gotta be cocky about it at least for one time. And I was gonna say even though it wasn't his normal because I'm like I think I like him doing ballads. I think I like ballads in general. But even though he has that that Ethiopian wailing voice, right? So yeah, that that's it. I am so grateful that you pulled up on us, that you came and that you were available. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely drop all your handles right here, right now. So you can find me on Instagram at Juice Etra. That is J-U-S-T-E-E-T-R-E. I'm on Facebook, Juice 
earrings. Oh, I'm sorry, it's just extra handmade earrings. And then I'm on Twitter, not really active, so that don't even matter. Then there's my website, justearrings.com. So that's J-U-S-T-E, then the word earrings.com. And if you tuned in today, I have a special discount for the listeners. Hey. It is <laughs> it is an extra 10% off of everything, including so with the code don't trip 10 yay wow so the weekend if you're listening this is it <laughs> we're yeah, official so um can we close it up bye thanks for listening bye we're here every other monday See ya. thank you again cat go shop thank you for having you me drop.